I would say one Tiger Woods would be my answer. That is right. It is the Genesis Invitational. Remember the car he got in an accident with? Right. And then they trotted out the robot Tiger Woods to play in the Masters shortly right. after that. And it was the most poignant moment in the history of Brandon Tierney's entire life. Yeah. Remember all that? Yeah. You know, I was, I was actually told an interesting thing yesterday. And I, I, I tried to figure out whether or not it was accurate. And I do believe that it is accurate. You know, Tiger Woods, is, uh, I believe, has won 82 tournaments on the PGA Tour. Now, those tour wins do not count majors because those majors are outside of the purvey sure. of the PGA Tour. And with all those wins, with all that money that he has won, mm-hmm. with the way that they uh, judge in interactions with social media and mathematically add bonus money to all of this stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> The single largest creditor, meaning the single largest company that is owed money to by the PGA Tour, is Tiger Woods. Wow. In terms of pension benefits and things of that nature. You know how much money? I heard it was $1.2 billion. The PGA Tour owes Tiger Woods $1.2 billion? In future payments, I believe, yes. It's like you and Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, me and Odyssey, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> With I, mean, I mean, like, things like you don't else. even think of, like, you, and you realize that you know there was enormous financial pressure on the PGA Tour when Live came into existence, the Live Golf Tour, and they had to elevate like a ten or eleven of their events to add even more prize money to the back end of those events to keep you know the players that are there now, like the Justin Thomases of the world and the Roy McIlroys of the world, you know, engaged with the PGA Tour because they had to protect their product. But I, you know, I, I would, I would have never thought in the, my wildest dreams that like the players are essentially creditors to the PGA Tour because I believe that their pension benefits. Yeah, that's insane. I never so like for the rest of his life he's getting these large checks for the PGA. Yeah, I don't know how that. I don't know how that works, and I don't know if that is, you know, a, a, you know it's got to be on the P and L sheets. It's got to be on the L side, right? I would, I would think so. so. Oh, I, I uh, it's, it's just amazing uh, that. You know, and then of course you have like people like Phil Mickelson, who I'm sure also is still getting pension money from the PGA Tour, but who's also accepting 150 or 200 million from Live to go over there and play golf. I mean, it's amazing how much those guys are getting paid. I mean, Live Golf. I mean, does anybody talk about it? Does anybody care? I mean, when it first happened, we were talking about it. Right? I couldn't tell you when it starts, where it starts. Who's play? I have no idea. Right, and and it's on the CW network now. They signed a network deal, but I think it's I think they probably bought their way onto the network. This is the only thing I could think of to try to get yeah. it at least more mainstream here in this country. But the interesting thing will be the next major, and the next major is not that far away, and that will be the Masters. And the Masters has determined that players who qualify for the Masters aren't going to be allowed to play. In other words, they're not keeping out the live golfers. Yeah, I mean, if they kept the live golfers out, you know what's coming next. That would be a lawsuit. 
But the question is, and I still don't know the answer to this, and I probably haven't delved enough into it to know, is how they are, you know, accumulating points on the live golf tour towards the mat, you know, towards the opens and and, uh, the PGA championship and all this other stuff. You have to have a certain amount of accumulated points or some other sort of exemption to be able to play in these tournaments. Yeah, you mentioned the CW, and it just sent my mind back to the 90s. With this show that was on the CW that was trying to sort of recreate, um, what was the show with, uh, oh, Married with Children. It was trying to recreate Married with Children. It was called Unhappily Ever After. And Kevin Connolly, who yes. was a friend of the show, Kevin Connolly. Big Islander fan. Right, yes. Big Islander fan was yep. in this show with this uh, actress named Nikki Cox. <clears throat> Our Nikki Cox. Oh, show. but yeah. she was just like, you talk about like, Teenage me watching this show with Nikki yes. Cox. It was like, oh my God, she here she comes in and this dress and that, that, and everything's, you know, hanging out. And I just, that was the only time I ever put on the CW <laughs> was to see Unhappily Ever After, see what Nikki Cox was wearing. And then they had like this rabbit in the basement, like this stuffed animal in the basement that would give the dad advice. It was a terrible TV show, but I watched it because of her. And then I found out at Sydney's wedding, Sydney and Matt's wedding, that Kevin Connolly, while he was filming Unhappily Ever After, was dating Nikki Cox. And that blew my mind. I said, during that time, you were the stupid Nikki Cox. Said, yes, I was. Oh, man. Good for Kevin Connolly. So you said live golf CW, and CW yeah. just sent me down this unhappily so, ever but after. But it also makes me understand why Tiger Woods would fight so fiercely for the PGA Tour and, and for its success and its future success. 1.2 billion 1. coming 2 billion way. reason why. Oh, man, oh, man. I mean, I, and I know that uh, that live golf went after Tiger, and uh, I think he might have put a $1 billion number on it. <sighs> like, if you want me to go, it's going to have to be $1 billion. Oh, my God. Is it? Did I read that Tiger Woods has opened up a restaurant somewhere in the city? Yeah, he and Justin Timberlake are going to uh-huh. have a thing called T Squared, hmm. and it's a social club, and it's going to have duck pin bowling. It's going to have um, some golf simulating bays, and like oh, a, nice. It's like a sports bar and upscale type of thing. I think it's opening up on Madison. I think I want to say Forty Second between Fifth and Madison. Uh, yeah, I saw something about Tiger Woods. So Justin Timberlake and Tiger, Tiger Woods. T squared, baby. T squared. I love it. Yeah. And why not? So I, I don't. I don't think that they have their liquor license just yet. Okay. But once that comes through, that thing will be open. It will be supposedly it. It as I understand it, it's going to be something that. You know, many people haven't seen before. Have you ever duck pin bowled? I have never done that. No. When I never saw duck pin bowling, you know, growing up, you and I, South Shore guys, sure. we belonged to bowling leagues. Yeah, of course. I was in a bowling league, like probably from the age of nine until 17. Yeah, I remember going to, uh, I believe it was Shirley Bowl at the time. Yeah, I was at East Isle Plains. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but then when I got to Maryland yeah. uh, in 1984, we went bowling and they had these little squatty little pins, mm. and they were duck pins, and I had never done that before. And the ball, you don't have fingers in the ball, finger holes in the ball. Sure. You just hold the ball, and you just rip it down there. That's great. And uh, it's a weird thing, but I think they're bringing duck pin bowling back at T-squared. Wow, that sounds like a better thing than mm. regular bowling for me. Just grabbing that thing and whipping it down there. Yeah. By the way, speaking of things like that, I am going to play pickleball for the first time tomorrow night at Pickleball Hall. In Sayville. First time ever. 
I thought you'd be proud of me getting out there. I, being think, active. I think it's great. I'm going to give you Dr. O'Malley's number. Well, wait a second. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you're concerned with my injuries? Well, no, I'm used not concerned. I'm just telling you. You used to say be active, go out there, do more. You know, get on the bike, do this, do that. Yeah, getting on the bike is a little bit different than playing pickleball, but I think it's Wait a good second. for pickleball. you to play pickleball. Do you want to pickle? Eat a pickle. Well, is it is it pickleball like it's, you know, your short space quicks, as Mike Tom would short say. Short place quicks, all right. Yeah, yeah, it's not, you know, you know Dora, going, I, got, I got Dr. O'Malley on. I'm not uh, sprinting all over the place. I got him on uh, speed dial, so. I thought you, pickleball got popular. When you need your, when you need your Achilles or your metatarsals fixed, uh, you know, we'll call him. No, time, time out. I thought pickleball started in like these retirement communities to give some of the older folks that wanted to be active something to do other than shuffleboard. I'm, I'm not saying that it's not. You should. You should be doing things. I'm just telling you, if you want to talk to talk to an orthopedic orthopedic surgeon, they will tell you that they have seen a major rise in older people like yourself. I'm 40. Yeah, but you're older than that. I'm 40 years Some old. Some people look younger than they are, and other people look older than they are. I don't look older than 40 years old. Why now? All of a sudden, because you're on this, uh, you know, this diet that you're on. It's not what I said. I said I just don't look older. But than you, I don't, you don't do anything. What are you talking about? I'm, do, I'm now. I am doing something, and you're telling me I'm going to get hurt. So what? You can't win with you. It's impossible I'm to just, win. I just said, just be careful. That's all. Because the O'Malley going to tear your entire uh, hamstring off the bone. That's yeah, well, there, there's a lot. There are a lot of injuries that have happened because of pickleball. Because people like you, yeah, yeah. which is great. you go out there, you want to do it. Yeah, and I know you do have a competitive thing in you. I do know that because yeah, yeah, I do yeah. see that from right. time to time yeah, in yeah. different areas. Right. And you're going to go out there and you're going to act like you're John McEnroe and you're going to end up blowing out an ankle, a foot, or an Achilles. That's all. Or you're going to pull a calf muscle. You know you're what? That, you, you end up pulling a lot of muscles. You know what? You're right. And this is this is a great point. So that's, I would like to now tell you that I'm not doing the no, bike no, tour. No, no, don't do that. Just, no, just, just not because right you're right. I don't, I right should right. not be putting myself in these situations to that's get hurt. Pickleball, it's quick. And you said it's quick. So you 40 miles on a bike is putting myself in a very uh, dangerous situation. Okay, then right, so, if you don't want to do it, then don't do so it. So I'm not going to do it. But when you do these quicks, right? The short space quicks. Yeah, yeah. When was the last time you did a short space? Base quicking that didn't involve like you know getting Cosmigos or running to the toilet. I think <laughs> right. <laughs> it's probably the last time. So your short space quicks, you got to be careful. I'm just saying, just kind of wade yourself into it. Just don't go out all there. You know, I know balls to the wall. That's all I'm saying. I mean, uh, if, first of all, it's like a larger ping pong. It's not straight up tennis. You're in like a little area. How dangerous could it be? I'm not trying to run a marathon. I'm not sprinting. I'm not doing a uh, a tough mutter. I'm not doing a decathlon. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just telling you to be careful initially when you get first started. That's all. Because your short space quicks, yeah, short space uh, quicks. You know, they haven't been they haven't been really worked on probably for about 15 years. Well, the last time you did some short space quicks was when we were playing softball. And what happened? See, that's sprinting different that's going from zero to a hundred sprinting the first base so you don't yell at me then that's why i'm pulling hamstrings and calves you know that's the just, different story can just promise me that you just you're not gonna like you know go out there and play like a maniac the first few times just kind of get used to it you wade your way, way into it man i told i thought you were gonna be proud of me i am proud like, of get you, out there I'm... do something active you know yeah. stuff like that but instead this is what it is well actually this is my grand plan is to go out there, tear my ACL so I don't have to do the 40 miles on the bike and raise the money and say, see ya, I'll be home. Uh, I'll be watching the tournament.
Uh, Danny in New Jersey. What's going on, Danny? What's up, baby? Hey, Danny! Woo! Hey, Gio. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. Pickleball, we're talking fast twitch muscle. We're talking quick moves, explosiveness. Have you ever stretched in your life? No. Uh, actually, you know, it's funny. The last time I stretched was before softball for like an hour with me and Bobby Bellini, and I still pulled a muscle. But Yeah, I, I love you, bud. Boomer's looking out for you. Just gotta Boomer's looking out for you. you. You you cannot. Here's Boomer the thing. Boomer is looking out for you. No, no, no. Boom, Boomer is not looking out for me. Boomer. Danny just knows. Wants, Danny knows. Boom's looking out for you. Boomer wants to put the black cloud over anything that I do. So if I'm not doing anything, he wants to tell me how that's terrible. Well, then I out, try to be active, and he tells me how that's terrible. Tell me, it's did impossible. I put, did I put a I black? Eat, I eat like crap. You're like you're fat. I eat healthy. Like you're on some diet now. <laughs> It's impossible. There's no that you cannot land the plane on Boomer's expectations. You can't do it. It's let me, impossible. Let me ask you a question. It's the it's the size of a grain of sand. Did you have a good time in Arizona? I had a great time in Arizona. Right? Did, was I a part of that planning? Absolutely, you were. All right. So why why would you think so negatively of me? I'm just trying to warn you. That's I'm talking all. about in things like in this. I'm not talking about everything. Okay. In areas of this, this this health, area, health areas. You you can't you can't win with you. That's the thing. You're you lazy. Get off your fat ass. You don't do anything. Hey, I'm going to play pickleball. You're going to ruin your life. You're going to tear a knee up. I never said. I just yeah. I said wade into it slowly and don't go all in when you get out there. I know it's it's, it's a new exciting thing. You're going to be competing, and you know I just don't want you twisting an ankle, blowing out an Achilles, breaking a metatarsal bone. You know, pulling a hamstring, I just take it easy. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, Ryan and T-Neck, what's going on, Ryan? What's going on, gentlemen? How we doing? All right, Ryan, what's happening? So I just wanted to call to chime in on the whole pickleball thing. Um, so, Gio, yeah. I'm 27. I'm in decent shape, nothing crazy, but decent shape. I got a group of friends, and uh, we all play basketball together. But a few last year, we started playing pickleball together. And listen, man, it's, it's not as easy as you think it is. I'm not saying it's like a strenuous thing, but... Boomer's right, man. He's got your back. You can definitely get hurt out there, man. All right, so I, I've never played before. Right, that's the other thing. Hold on, and it's a beginner class, so I'm assuming I'm going to be playing against other beginners. I mean, so when you so start... Thing too, like he was saying, you're, you're, slightly, you're slightly competitive, as he was mentioning. Yeah. I'm a really competitive guy myself. Once you start playing... Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. You don't realize. Like, you're trying to, you know, start doing it. It's like ping pong, tennis. You're hitting it. You're thinking you're the man. And it's really like a sweat, man. I'm not saying it's the craziest thing in the world. You're not running a marathon. But it's, it's a workout, man. When you're done actually, like, playing, if you get some games in, you're going to feel tired. You're well, that's, but that's what I want, Ryan. This is what I want because I'm trying to be course, active. I say, hate I'm exercising. Stretch. Yeah. Just make sure you stretch and drink some water. I will. It, 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 you know what I mean? I'm just letting you know. It's not as easy as you might think it is. It, it's, it's a fun game, though, man. I love it. We all play a lot. I really hope you enjoy it. And um, I just wanted to call to chime in on that. All right, thanks, Ryan. No, I appreciate it. And listen, I, 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 why are you yelling at me? I'm, 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 I love you. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be active. I just, yeah, I, sure. I was just warning you. Yeah, I know. But that's, but you remember that uh, person who called up yesterday, Boomer? You just, you got such a positive life outlook and everything else. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't really know. Yes, I do. You, no, her, she didn't know. She does you, know. You should have been like. like this is great. You're finally getting out there, getting that sweat. You know, make sure you stretch. Just be opponent. careful. Let's go. Let's not yeah. blow out a foot. Let's not blow out an ankle. Uh, sure. But this is exactly what I'm looking for. I, mean, I, I could just see you reaching one time and just, like, falling down. And then, you know, next thing you know, we need hip surgery. <laughs> hip surgery? Yeah. Come on. 
Hip surgery? Yeah. Isn't that, that's, hip surgeries for like 90-year-olds. No, no, no. And Peter not. Schwartz, that's who gets hip surgery. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he, he doesn't. Did. I don't know. He was playing football like the Jones Beach parking lot, and his hip just slid down his leg. Did it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. He had to get a whole hip replacement. Okay. And then he put uh, Dennis Bird's jersey as his Twitter avatar during his rehabilitation. Re- rehab. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Christine in Sayville. Christine, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, Christine. How are you? Good. Hi, Boomer. Hi, Gio. How's it going? You're, uh, this is Christine Cifuentes, is it not? Yes. Well, hello. How are you? I know uh, Christine's husband very well, and yes. uh, I know Christine as well, and she apparently works at the pickleball place now. I do. Actually, I listen to you guys every morning when I'm getting ready, and I was driving, and Jason just called me, and he's like, they're mentioning pickleball. You have to tune in. So I pulled in to, like, the Sayville Bean, because I have to get my coffee. I'm on my way the pickleball hall but i was listening in listen anybody over the age of 40 because i'm 45 any type of activity that we do we do have to be careful it's always important to stretch but you have to understand there are like men there that come in in their 80s and everyone just takes it easy it really is not crazy and plus also geo i think Aren't you on the schedule to come in this week? Yeah, Thursday. I'm doing the Thursday at 8 o'clock at night. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, you're coming in for an open play for beginners. Yes. So those people are not wild and crazy. They're, you know, they're beginners as well. And I always recommend that if you've never played pickleball, that you should actually join a clinic. We have clinics that actually came out. They're starting to come out now for March. And that's really good because you start on a beginner's level, Pickleball 101, and you you train from holding the paddle to the right swings. Like, we have great instructors on hand. I think that night, Kathy is going to be there. Kathy. Awesome. Love Kathy. Um, all right. So, and I will, uh, and she'll help out and give, like, a little tutorial on the rules yeah. and all that stuff? Absolutely. All right. See, look at that. Awesome. And I think one of our owners, Avi, will be there also. So you can meet them. Um, our owners are Avi, Dan, and Gil. Can Avi give me a refund so I don't have to uh, pay because we're talking about it on the air? <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. It's payable. Uh, no, just uh, kidding, kidding, kidding. Uh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll see. You're going to love it. I'm absolutely going to love it. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to thanks Christine. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be fine. Good. I just well, I want you to realize you're going to go out there because you're going to you're going to realize who you're playing against. You're going to say, oh, I got these guys. I'm a much better athlete than they are. And you're going to push it, and you, I just don't want you getting hurt. That's all. Okay. I'm going to gamble immediately when I get there. I'm just going to size up the people and be like, here we go, 20 bucks a game. Come on. 80-year-old people beginning pickleball. Come on, Bert. Let's go. Get the wallet out. <laughs> I'm not messing around. Jerry Recco, who is starting his whole pickleball empire behind the scenes. Recco Sports, he's looking into it. He's asking me questions. I see him out there on the phone in the newsroom. He's like, can we get the courts reserved I was here? on the phone. I, yes, I did. That's Jerry, I think we gotta, what we got to do is we got to expand the empire. We got to include duck pin bowling. <laughs> what? 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Tiger and Timberlake are doing that here in New York. Bowling. I don't know what that is. Well, it's, it's bowling uh, on a normal bowling alley, but it's a smaller pins and a smaller ball, and it's crazy. You've never seen duck pin bowling. I no. have never seen it either. Never heard of right. it. Right. Yeah, another thing at Rattle Eddie, Sports. duck pin bowling, anybody? Nope. I have heard of it, never seen it. Yeah. No. Add it to the mix. Reco Sports, guys. Corn so over here. Listen, Timberlake and Tiger are doing it in, right here in uh, Midtown. So I'm thinking that you could do it over there in Jersey. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Duck pin bowling. Duck yes. pin bowling, pickleball, cornhole, Reco Sports, LLC. Basically, this is the alternate sports company. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's pretty good. Uh, we are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. With what? With, oh, yeah, the mic's off. Uh, so more from Aaron Rodgers, because I've gone through this all morning. Number one, decision may or may not come this week. Reporters got it totally wrong with this whole darkness retreat. We did the show last week. I said, it's, you know, after the Super Bowl, I'm going to go on my darkness retreat. And then I'm, I'm probably going to have a better sense about where I'm at in my life. I didn't say I'm going to my darkness retreat just to figure out if I want to play next year. Mm, no, he says reporters ran with the wrong timeline. So then that narrative got out there. So how many f***ing narratives can come from one like show where they didn't even actually listen to what I said or the intent or the tone? And again, nothing against Rappaport, but he, he doesn't have anybody who knows legitimately what's going on in my life. <laughs> nothing against this guy, but I'm going to say he sucks but for he the sucks. first time in his interview. And he goes on there all the time, Rappaport, yeah. Pat McAfee, yeah. so that must have been awkward for those guys. Here's Rogers. This is just par for the course when it comes to me and reporting. I'm not upset about it. Like, it's the okay. classic uh, media, you know, trying to be first, not trying to be right. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so you're going to be filmed. Are you okay with that? I'm not worried about the footage that's coming from this, buddy. Okay. Okay. Four days in there. It might get weird. <laughs> now, this got a little strange. Um, here he was. What is he trying to accomplish? How can I slow the mind down? And as I slow the mind down, then really the desires of my heart can kind of come to mind. Mm-hmm. The Shut the mind. f up. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about things that concern him. When it comes to fears, I have two main ones just in life. One is heights. I've always been afraid of heights, and the other is sharks. Huh? Interesting. Well, I think we're all afraid of sharks, right? I would think uh, most people are. Yeah, well, I not mean, everybody. I, I mean, if I was encountered with one swimming around somewhere, yes, I'd be afraid of it. But like. I'm not necessarily afraid of them when I'm in the water on Long Island, you know? Even though there's there's a couple of bites recently, but... I would be. Eh, they just do a little exploratory bites. And I told you, that's just a great story to tell everybody. I got bit by a shark. Look at this. I got the teeth in my leg. You're the number one guy at the party. Oh, my God, every time. Look at these scars. So, yeah, by the way, there is footage of this. He's going to be filming himself. Yes. And there's a toilet in the middle of the room. As he discussed. The Probably. toilet's right out in the open, though. Isn't the toilet right in the middle of the room? It's uh, in the middle of the room, yeah. Yes. That's some of the best footage, probably. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, if you go in there with a laxative, a heavy laxative, you know, you can get uh, you know a lot of cleansing done, I think. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. He's going to go in there Who with the laxative. see that? Yeah, cleanse him. Him, I guess. Apparently, he's going to watch it back. But it, what's that? why would they put the toilet in the middle of the room? Why is he going to keep bumping into it? <laughs> like, why would you put it in the corner? Like, it, the bathroom's in the right corner. 
I guess. I don't know. I think because it's so dark, they just don't want you walking all that far, maybe. I don't know. I'm no idea. It would be a lot of walking. Ow, my knee. I just hit that <laughs> damn toilet bowl. Imagine he fractures his tibula or fibula or something when he's in there. So is this like portion? some place that advertises these things? I'm, I'm assuming that this is like a... Yeah, actually, I did Google. You have that, that Jerry, or, or I'm, all, I'm no. okay to tell. So supposedly that girlfriend of his, uh, Blue, whatever... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever her name is, she did this at a particular place, and that's where he's going. Uh, his girlfriend, Blue. <laughs> there are 20 of them in New York, by the way. There are? That's what it says, the 20 best dark retreats in New York. Okay, doesn't give me- mean New York City. It could be New York State. Oh, I see. All right, so give me uh, hit on one of these things and just... Give me an idea where it is. Uh, Wappinger's. Oh, I'm sorry. Wappinger's up by uh, By, Bobby. Bobby, yes. It's the one in the 42nd Street subway (laughs) station. So here, Wappinger's Falls, uh, it's $900 for a three day dark retreat. Doesn't sound that expensive. No, that seems to be the ch- on the cheap end. And what do you get for that nine hundred dollars? Like an enema and uh, <laughs> and yeah. Oh, and oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Dutchess County, fifteen hundred. Where's Dutchess County? Where's that? Just north of here. Just right, fifteen hundred yeah. bucks. Now this isn't tantra sex. There's tantric sex, yeah. Oh, tantric. Okay, you got a, that there too. Because there's a five day tantra intensive spontaneity retreat. That's twelve hundred bucks. Now, what does that do? <laughs> 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 does it explain what it is? Does it give you a menu? <laughs> does it give you a menu with teeth or without teeth? <laughs> Oh, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, 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 Jerry. Oh, my God. <laughs> come on. Come on. What does it say? It's got to give you something. Uh, let's see. It says, yeah, when sexual energy flows, life flows, affecting not only our... I'm reading from their website, so I, just so you okay. know. Not only our sexuality, but our all-over health and happiness. We will explore relationship with our bodies, sexuality... <laughs> And our inner masculine and feminine and the repercussions of those relationships. <laughs> it's called, uh, let's see, you do some tantra yoga. Other yoga? Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Sexual and biblical. Hey, Al, I'll buy this for you. <laughs> here we go. Al, I'm going to buy this for you and you are going. No way. Yes, you are going. <laughs> Come on, Al. Sounds terrible. You get delicious, healthy, home-cooked meals three times a day. Yeah, I'm not really healthy, though. <laughs> you could Bobby approve everything. <laughs> Probably seed oils over there. <laughs> I'm buying a few, I'm telling you. You can put them in a tent. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's do it, Al. Come on, you got to do it for the show. No, that sounds terrible. No, no it doesn't. I'd rather go in a dark room. <laughs> you want the dark room instead? No, not inside. I'd rather have neither. Okay. This uh, is three nights, not four. This is just three nights. 
The Muckles on there, tantric sex <laughs> <laughs> with strangers. Is that really what happens? I, I am. I'm very confused by what I'm reading. I don't know. I would like to. Uh, You're definitely exploring give this your sexuality. Little getaway for you, Al, because I feel like you've been living on the edge lately. Well, we don't even know what it is yet, so it's hard to say no to other than I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to explore your sexuality? No. Alone? Nope. <laughs> like you do every afternoon? Yeah, I was about to say, what are you talking about? That's <laughs> what he does all the time anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think uh, we should send you up there and you, you could do like a little, you know, kind of exploratory... You know, look into yourself and then also report back to us how it went and see if you feel any different or any better. You know, that kind of thing. Weird-ass stuff. Yeah, there is. I'm looking. You're right. Like, this one is a Muji, they call it. And it says it's a healing retreat in complete darkness inside an earth bag dome. <laughs> that sounds that like me. That would be Al. Earth, earth bag dome. Earth bag. Yeah, pitch black. <laughs> the dome becomes alive. Wow. Crispy, subtle sounds. Fullness of presence. My lord. I just be in there like, where's my iPad? Here is. It's wild. Uh, Women's weekends, they got couples ones. A group body and mind connection retreat. How about the five of us go for that? I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the main objectives of this earth bag dome retreat. Slowing the aging process. So this is how you know this is complete BS because that's what everybody wants to do. The fountain of youth. Maintaining excellent physical health and youthful vitality, which is another thing everybody wants, and delaying physical death. Oh, so you just sit in this earth bag dome and you live longer, you're healthier, and you don't look as old. Hey, don't knock it, man. Give me a break. Don't knock it. I am not. You're guaranteeing that you're going to live longer by sitting alone in a room? It's just relaxing, get away from all the outside influences, that kind of thing. They have one in Portugal. It's a seven-day silent retreat. Seven days. That's long. It's like the first week of Carton and Roberts for Evan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, so that's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, The Raiders did release Derek Carr yesterday. Uh, As expected, the Cardinals have a new head coach. It's Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. The Colts' new head coach, Shane Steichen. Um, So he leaves the uh, Eagles as well. Um, Baseball-wise, you got pitchers and catchers showing up this week in uh, Florida and in Arizona. Knicks in Atlanta tonight to take on the Hawks. Nets home for the Heat. We'll have that for you on the fan at 7.15. One alpha note here. Eh, let's see. Seton Hall beat Georgetown, 76-68. St. John's wins in double overtime at DePaul, 92-83. Rutgers lost at home to Nebraska, 82-72. And the Devils beat the Blue Jackets, 3-2. The goal from Ryan Graves with 1.4 seconds to go in regulation. The Senators stopped the Islanders in a shootout by the score of 3-2. Do I have time for a couple quick Tiger Woods ones? Sure. Just because I did hear you mention that he's going to be playing uh, the Genesis Invitational this weekend. But uh, in L.A., obviously, a big deal with LeBron passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and everything. Here was Tiger impressed by what LeBron has done, his durability through all these years in the NBA. The amount of minutes he's playing, no one's ever done that at that age. And the way he's done, and be able to play all five positions, and uh, that's never been done before. And and then at this level for this long. And he uh, thought, time out, time out. Magic Johnson played all five positions. Just want to be correct. 
Fair enough. Magic Johnson, six foot ten point guard, played he, center when Kareem got hurt. Was in the he playoffs. this good at thirty eight? No, I and LeBron's you know, having one of his best uh, seasons. We all understand, you know, LeBron's a freak. You know, he is. He's a, he's an anomaly. And somebody that big, that strong, that heavy, you know, like Zion Williamson should be doing whatever LeBron. <laughs> he doesn't really play much. He yeah. doesn't play at all. No, he's hurt all the time. But yeah, there's the, there's no question about that. But he also doesn't get himself in car wrecks and stuff like that either. Fair point. Sports Network. I know a lot of people make a big deal about the pitchers and catchers reporting. I actually saw a Howie Rose tweet that said, you know, people talk about baseball dying, but no other sport has the anticipation of spring training like baseball. And everybody in the comments said exactly what I was going to say, which was, it's not so much baseball as it is spring. Like, people hate winters around here. It's dark. It's cold. Although this winter has been fantastic, knock on wood. Other than a couple of really cold days in a row, we have not had any precipitation of note. No real snow. I haven't had to deal with any of that. Um, but, you know, people can't stand the winters around here. I'm one of them. It's horrible. You want to get to spring. You want to think about baseball. Baseball is spring and eternal and there's hope and all of that stuff. So it's not like I'm like, I don't like when pitchers and catchers report, but I don't make a big deal out of it because it's such a long freaking season. So I see two things. When CBS Sports Network played the video of Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, I see two things. Okay, what do you see? Uh, the first thing I see... $100 is, million dollars worth of athletes? <laughs> that's actually not one of the things I was thinking about. Okay. So they're playing the video right now. I see two guys who have been the best at their craft playing for my team together. And I think that is just awesome to have those two guys at the top of the rotation. Yeah, but they, they're each bringing their glove. Right. Isn't it funny? They're carrying was, their glove. I know. That is unbelievable. $40 million a year just grabbing their glove and going to price. So I see that. And they're wearing shorts and looking relaxed. Right. It looks tremendous. And he's got the Max Scherzer's got the flip-flops on and everything else. But I also see two old guys. I also see a lot of really nice cars in the background. I know. You see that Range Rover and that the the Range Porsche, Rover there. Porsche there. Yeah, everything. But I see a couple old guys. I get concerned about that. They don't look that old to me. They look fine. They look fine, but I know that they're a couple old guys. Will they each give you 25 starts this year? I don't care about the starts of the regular season. You just I just care about the playoffs. I care about them being good enough, the Mets, that is, to get into the playoffs and these guys pitching their best when it matters, which has not been the case with either one of them in recent memory. So that's what concerns me about him. So I, I do like this team a lot. I do think that they're going to go back to the playoffs. I think their bullpen has been upgraded significantly. I think that there's two guys that could be an X factor on this team that if either, factors. either of them X factors that work out, Francisco Alvarez and what his role is. And if he turns into a star in Kodai Senga in the rotation, I think either one of those guys could really take this city by storm if they play really well. But the Correa thing and the way it worked out bummed me out. I wanted him in that lineup. I felt World Series when Correa was in that lineup. Now I feel like they're there with the Phillies, they're there with the Braves, but are they better than them? Correa made them better than them. So I'm not blaming them for backing out of the deal and the, the everything else, the physical. They, they made a calculated move and a smart move. But, man, like, I still feel like there's a bat missing. I do. I really do believe, especially with the way we saw their offense struggle down the stretch last year, I still feel like there's a bat missing. Well, there's always room to add somebody else if somebody else does, uh, you know, spring available. And there will be the trade deadline, I'm sure, that yeah. will 
you know, be explored every which way to figure out whether or not they need a DH, whether or not they need a third baseman, whether or not they need a fielder. I mean, they'll they'll figure something out. They're going to obviously spare no expense uh, to make sure yeah. that they are going to be in the mix come the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, and I I, I agree with that. I mean, the, Steve Cohen's not going to stop anywhere, but you know, one of these guys really needs to step up. You know, guys that like Brett Beatty, Francisco Alvarez. I mean, I don't know what you're going to expect out of. Uh, a guy like Daniel Vogel back this year, if he's going to really provide the sense of offense from them consistently, I doubt that. Um, but one of those guys I'd love to see step up, one of these young guys, because that, I mean, you really need that. I mean, if you look at some of these great teams, you know, the Houston Astros, the Atlanta Braves, they bring these guys up and they become a staple in their organization, and the Mets haven't had a ton of those. Yeah, that's why you have to stick with your young guys and you have to give them a chance to mature into the player that you either signed or drafted You know, when they were 19, 20, 21 years old. You, got, you just got to, it takes time for some players, and I... I you know I can only point to you know my beloved blue shirts who play Vancouver tonight. Yeah. You know you take a look at some of these young players that they have on their team, and you look at how each year they progressively have gotten better and better and better and better. And you know we all want something immediately. We want players to jump on the scene and to be the best player they possibly can be. Why can't we have that guy? Why couldn't Zach Wilson turn into Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow? And he just hasn't. Maybe it's going to take him a year or two before he actually finds his way in the NFL. Who knows? But it's the same thing with Capo Caco and Alexei Lafaniere. And look at Filipito. Filipito now has turned out to be like a top-end center in the NHL and has become a force. You may not have said that two years ago because he was oft injured. He was young, and he made a lot of mistakes on the on the ice. Now, all of a sudden, he's finding his game, and he's figuring it out, and he's becoming the dynamic player that they drafted. So it's taken a while to get there, but, you know, it's it's the same thing in all of these sports. These kids need an opportunity. Now, some guys like, say, Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson have completely blown that out of the water mm-hmm. because they're ready to go right now. They, they, they are ready. They have the attitude. They have the, the confidence. They certainly have the God-given ability. And now it's up to them to continue to build on this beginning of what is hopefully going to be a long legacy of greatness for these two players. And hopefully they take it seriously, like Darrell Rivas took it seriously. Oh, absolutely. And That's how you get to the Hall of Fame. You have that God-given ability, you stay healthy, and then you apply yourself to your craft to become that great player. Yeah, I'd love to see some of these younger Mets who are getting that opportunity this year, especially guys uh, like Brett Beatty, who is, you know, because Carlos Correa is not on this team, you know, step up and we, given those opportunities, take that job, be the starting but, third baseman, and end up being a staple in the lineup. You know, three of the most important players we have on our team are our players. That is Alonzo, McNeil, and Nimmo. Yeah, sure. And look at all, look at all those people. Look what they've turned into. But I'm talking about, yeah, they've well, been great. But the point being next is that... Next wave now. Time the next, the next wave. wave. Yeah, yes, exactly. Next I agree with you. Need a wave. Uh, this is Ed Coleman's first non-spring training. First time he's not going to spring training in many, many years. Is that correct? Because he ended up in uh, retirement this year. Do you think that he's missing it? Or do you think that he's thrilled that he doesn't have to go down to Port St. Lucie for the 30th straight time? I think he's... I... <clears throat> Do I want to be there? Yes. Am I sad that I'm not there? No. 
I think that's the kind of thing. Yeah, that type of deal. I think it becomes a part of your life, and then you look forward to it, and then you're there for about two weeks, and you're right. like, I got to get the hell out of here. Right. There's, there's so many bonefish grill dinners that you can have before True. you want to take the fork and stab your eyes out. You know? Maggiano's. Yeah, that, that whole thing. It's so, I mean. Olive Garden. Yeah, I don't, I don't see Eddie C as an Olive Garden guy. You don't think he is? No. You know, Olive Garden's not bad. No, actually, I love it. I have free breadsticks. Amazing. Unlimited breadsticks. The best. They got Cracker Barrel down there? Uh, probably. I don't know. I remember a place called Jensen's Ale House. I remember that when I used to go down there. I remember Bonefish Grill. But it's been a long time since I've been down there. A decade or so. Mm-hmm. So it's been, been a long Outback time. Outback Steakhouse? Oh, of course. Right, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's, all, it's all mall restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a lot like Arizona, by the way. Too. Yeah, yeah. A lot of mall restaurants there, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of chain, mall restaurants. Chain mall restaurants. Absolutely.